and it is a true blessing to look over the audience and see all of these familiar faces and Gary is so uh, he is so kind with his 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 words and and he got he put me on the spot uh, I had a button right here but as Gary was talking I was trying to button my coat and I got so excited about hearing me that my button came off so uh, <laughs> But nonetheless, it is, uh, it is absolutely exhilarating to be here with, with you all once again and look over the audience and, as I was saying, see so many familiar faces and, and, and God bless each of you. Uh, good to uh, shake some hands that I haven't shaken in years and, and uh, as Gary said, our uh, daughter number two attends the congregation here and there are others that are here that I've known since they were children and now they attend this congregation, and that is a really, really, really good thing. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Bible class afterwards, then I'm looking forward to the uh, second service and, 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 and all of those things. Uh, but Gary doesn't know, but, but, but I dated myself when uh, I was asking him about how much time do I have, and he told me how much time, and, and I said, well, is there a, a, a clock? And he kept pointing at the back wall, and, and, and I could not see that digital clock. I was looking for a big old round clock. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that just lets you know I, I have a flip phone in my pocket, uh, you know, and, and, and that just, that, that, that dates me, and, and, and I do look at reruns of the Beverly Hillbillies, so, uh, but, but, but nonetheless, I, I'm, I'm just so excited about being here. When, when Gordon asked me to come, I was uh, delighted to, to be asked to come, because uh, every quarter, men from the congregation come to the prison there in Huntsville and they take over the services and not only that but when we need some assistance when one of the other volunteers is gone and I cannot be in two places at the same time that one of them, uh, Clay Short for example and others will come up and facilitate the services and so uh, you all are not just sending money down to Huntsville to support our work in fact Preston Crest is and has been <clears throat> Uh, the largest supporters of our work for years. And, and so we have a really, really close relationship with this congregation. Uh, I, I knew this congregation years and years back in the early 80s. And so God bless you all uh, for all that you do. When, when, and, and I have to apologize. I, I don't have the, uh, the pulpit presence that Gordon has. You know, and he gets up and he looks so stately uh, up here. I've seen him on, on the internet, so he looks so stately up here. And, and I say often I do all everything wrong. And one reason, Gary, why this button came off is because I button and unbutton my coat as, as much as I do. I, I stutter, I walk when I talk, and I even spit. <laughs> so, you, John, you better be glad you're back there. So... But, but, but I'm hoping uh, and trusting that something will be said that might uh, uh, add a little luster to your spiritual life. When I, when I asked Gordon, I, I said, Gordon, in, in an email, what, what, are you, uh, what are you dealing with? And then he sent me uh, the subject that he had been dealing with in series, and he sent me Mark chapter 2. And... And the block of scripture that I was uh, given or that I was referred to in Mark chapter 2, it tells the story, and, and, and typically now, let, let, me, let me qualify something. 
uh, at 7.30, and, 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 and then I'm not going to digress from the lesson anymore, but at 7.30 each Sunday morning, we have a worship service at the Gory Unit. So typically the first words that I speak are spoken to a group of men that have uh, come out to have worship service with myself and with Brother Clyde. So my body really is programmed to be at the prison uh, over there in, uh, in, in Huntsville. So I'm trying to acclimate myself to being with you all and, and, and get my mind adjusted to it. I'm not looking in the audience and seeing a bunch of inmates. I see you, all right? I see you. But that's just what my body is, is, is saying. But back to, back to Mark chapter 2. It, in those verses that, that, that Brother Gordon gave to me, it, it talks about how that Jesus had crossed over to the other side of the lake. And there he found a guy by the name of Levi. And we all know who, who Levi is. Levi is Matthew, the son of Alphaeus. And, the, and, and Mark reports that Jesus tells Levi that I want you to follow me. And what Levi does, Levi leaves his tax collector's booth and he follows Jesus. And evidently, time moves forward just a little bit. And as time moves forward, we find Jesus in Levi's house. And he is in Levi's house, and not only is Levi entertaining him, but there are other publicans or tax collectors that are there. And it says, too, that there are sinners there. And some of them followed Jesus, and his disciples were there. Now, there were some religious watchdogs that came, and they saw Jesus with the publicans or tax collectors, and they saw him with the sinners. And the Bible says that they, the, these uh, uh, watchdogs asked the disciples, why does your master eat with the tax collectors and with the sinners? And Jesus was auditing what, what they said, and he told them that, you want to know something? Those that are well don't need a doctor, but it is those that are sick that needs a doctor. And that's the ones, or those are the ones that I came to. And when I read those verses, and I've read them before, George, and I'm very familiar with that passage of Scripture, intimately familiar with it, but... This time, does Gordon beat on this thing? Okay. I, I saw him very poised, but I ain't seen him beating on the podium, all right? So I don't want to tear your stuff up, okay? But, 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 but I saw this thing differently. And maybe I saw it differently within the context of Preston Crest. That what happens there in Mark chapter 2, verses 13 through verse number 17, I believe really is a template of what all this thing is all about. Watch what happens here. Once again, Jesus is, with, uh, uh, is on the other side of the lake. He meets Levi. He and his disciples all together. There is an escalation. Well, what is the escalation, Anderson? The escalation is this. Jesus comes there. He meets Levi. He sees Levi, and he tells Levi, follow me. There is an escalation. Levi follows Jesus. 
And the Bible says that Jesus is found in Levi's house. There is an escalation. He is sitting there and he is eating with the publicans and with the sinners. There is further escalation that some of these same individuals would end up following Jesus. It escalates even more when the religious watchdogs hear Jesus and see Jesus with those kinds of individuals. And they question his disciples about it. And then Jesus hears what they're saying. And then he gives further escalation to the whole situation. Those that are well don't need a doctor. But it's those that are sick. They need doctors. They need a physician. I'm coming here to seek and to save that which is lost. What I found in this verse, and I think what is going to happen this morning, John, is, and, and, and Gary, is that Preston Cress is going to have a, a different voice, a new voice. Everybody is trying to find their voices. These kids that are here, these young people that are here, they are trying to find their voices. And I think what happens that with Gordon and maybe, uh, and not, not maybe, with Gordon and with the elders and with the deacons and with everyone that uh, participate to make this a great worship experience, they are trying to express something, trying to find a voice in that block of scriptures is the voice that maybe Preston Crest should have. It is found right there. It is a template of what we are all about. Watch the escalation, ladies and gentlemen, as we put some skin on these bones. Levi is a tax collector, and you have to understand, tax collectors had a good job, perhaps one of the best jobs in that era, that they were collecting taxes on behalf of the Romans. And let me look at my notes, because y'all are looking at me as if I'm not ready this morning. To make you feel comfortable, let me open my Bible, okay? All right, now that's for y'all to make you feel comfortable that I've done my homework. But the tax collector had a good job. Now here it is, Jesus says, follow me. And in order for the tax collector to leave the comfort of his tax booth, it had to be something better. So here it is, Jesus is in Levi's house with the publicans and with the sinners. Why are they there? They are there perhaps because of invitation. It may have been already a prearranged thing, but they are sitting there and they are allowing Jesus to speak to them and to be with them. Oh, there has to be something better. And the Bible says that they followed Jesus. Why would they follow him? Tax collectors had a good job. These people had it kind of cushy, but they would only follow if there was something better. And then, of course, the, the religious leaders are, are questioning Jesus. They are scrutinizing his conduct sitting with these publicans and with the uh, 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 sinners. But little do they know that these people are there because they're looking for something better. I want to put words in your mouth, and, 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 and never let any preacher ever tell you, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Of course we do. <laughs> of course we do. Did Jesus put words in the disciples' mouth? Of course he did. 
Master, teach us to pray the way that John taught them, uh, his disciples to pray. And Jesus says, when you pray, you pray after this manner. I want to put words in your mouth. You shall say to this mountain and to this hill, be thou removed and cast into the sea. I want to put words in your mouth. I want to give voice to Preston Crest this morning. I want to give a title to this thought. And the title is, A Better Better. Everything that is condensed in this whole situation is Jesus showing us something about a better, better. I know that sounds country, doesn't it? A better, better. Grandpa used to sit down and Grandma used to give him some food and fix his vittles and bring him to him. And, 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 and Grandpa would tell Grandma, baby, that's some good, good. That's country. In the book of John, the term verily, verily, or truly, truly appears some 23 times. And so if Jesus can say, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I can say a better, better. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, that if we left from this place today, that if we left here with the idea that what Jesus offers is a better, better, I think we give a clear message to the world. I am sound and good to myself, so I will amen me. Amen, Anderson. Y'all may not know good preaching, but I do. A better, better. A better, better. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to copycat off of anybody. We have a message to tell the world. Preston Crest has a voice. A better, better. I think there is an expectation that we have with everyone who confesses that Jesus is the Christ, that these individuals are looking for a better, better, and that when they come into that saving relationship with the Lord Jesus, they are saying that I'm here, I am available to participate in that better, better. That's what it's all about. The 39 books of the Old Testament have been broadcasting one message, and the message is something better is coming. Jeremiah 31 in verse number 31, he says that uh, Jeremiah said that I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel, not the same one that I made with their fathers when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt, my law which they did break, but I will write my words on their hearts. A better, better. And then when you get to Hebrews chapter 9, chapter 8 rather than verse number 6, guess what it says? It says that Jesus, that, that Jesus is the mediator of a better covenant that is based upon better promises. You missed your amen just then, but that's all right. <laughs> a better, better. In fact, the book of Hebrews opens with that. Verse number one, God who had sundry times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, but hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son. And in verse number four, he sa it says he made Jesus better than the angels. A better, better. That's what we are submitting to the world. A better, better. What do parents want for their children? They want for their children something that is better. 
They want their children to have better jobs than they did. They want their children to have better lives than they did. They want their children to be better people than they were. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 14, where Paul says that it is not the responsibility of the children to lay up for their parents, but for the parents to lay up for their children. Well, why is that? So there can be a better, better. We need to go out and make t-shirts. We need to make posters. We need to make banners. But if you're looking for better, here is the place for a better, better. And that's what Jesus is communicating in those verses. A better, better. That here it is, that yes, you embrace the law, but there is a better, better. In the book of John, chapter 10, Jesus says, Everyone that came before me, they were nothing more than robbers and thieves. Verse number 8. And then in verse number 10, he says, I'm come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. What is he offering? He's offering a better, better. Barbara, I have to say, I miss your mom. I, I could have got me an amen on that one. <laughs> a better, better. That's what it's all about. And that when we, when we meet and when we frame the works of the church, it is all around that idea, a better, better. Well, one of the things that I want to say that I do have written in my notes, and I'm not making this up as I go along, is that what we, what we do, sometimes we do things to cater things towards, towards the member. Members, what we're trying to do, we're trying to make it as easy for the members as we possibly can. But I want you to know something, ladies and gentlemen, this morning. We have to challenge our members. We have to challenge them. Why? Because we have a better, better. And that better, better compels us to do all that we can in order to facilitate it. So why do we come on the Lord's day? And why do we sing the way that we sing? Why do we serve the way that we serve? Why do we give the way that we give? Why do we teach? Why do we preach? Why are we elders? Why are we deacons? Why do we do the things that we do? It is because of the better, better. You can't offer anything better than that, than the better, better. If you can find better, go out and you can't find better. Because there is nothing better than Jesus. Matthew chapter 26 and verse number 39. As Jesus is in the garden of agony, he takes Peter, James, and John, and he asks them to sit here while I go yonder and pray. And the Bible says in verse 39, he went a little further. To tell you the truth, ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus says all that came before me were nothing more than robbers and thieves, he was piling everybody who ever came before him in one basket and saying the best of them was nothing compared to me, was nothing more than a robber and a thief. Moses was a great guy, but guess what Moses did? Moses wrote about me, Deuteronomy 18, 18. David was a musical genius. He was a military prodigy. But yet David at his best, he still wrote, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. They were talking about the better, better. And Jesus is 
that better, better. What is the benchmark for which we operate from? What's the benchmark? The benchmark is a better, better. I'm looking over the audience, and you might be sitting here looking as good as you possibly can. You know, got your nice clothes on. Yeah. Mama's there. Daddy is there. And I often say you got your son and your daughter with you, Jody and Buffy. Yeah. I, I know the crowd I'm talking to. <laughs> See, if I was somewhere else, it'd be Mama, it'd be Daddy, it'd be Tyrone and Laquita. <laughs> but I know who I'm talking to. And you're looking good. But you know what? You fall right under that category right here of the sinners that Jesus said he came seeking and wanting to save. What is he offering them, Gary? He's offering them a, a better, better. All you got to do is go to the book of Hebrews. Twelve places it talks about a better. Guess what we have? We have a better hope. We have better promises. We have a better testament. We have a better mediator. We have better sacrifices. Hebrews chapter 9, verse number 23. We have all of these things that are better. How in the world can you not go out and say a better, better? It may be inelegant. It may be unsophisticated. But it's the truth that we are offering a better, better. And you may not have come here this morning thinking that you would have, uh, uh, you would come into contact with something so explicit that is absolutely jarring to your psyche, telling you about the better, better. Don't leave here, even though you may not have come with that expectation, but you don't have to leave here this morning without it in your possession. We are offering a better, better. This is a better, better. Jesus is the better, better. Hebrews chapter 11, he's looking for a better country, a heavenly land, a better, better. That's what we're talking about this morning. Go back and look at Mark chapter 2 and see those verses, and you'll see exactly what I'm saying. Oh, it's not in, it's not in that term. It's not in those terms. And perhaps, perhaps Gordon would have used a, a nice and polite subject title that was very uh, intellectual. I don't have any intellectualism about me. I barely got that word out just then, intellectualism. <laughs> yeah, don't have anything about it. But you know what? You get the message, though. You get the message. I remember years ago, I was, at, I was in fact, I was here at Preston Crest, and, and, and I was talking to the congregation, and and, and just talking about the idea of getting this thing. And, and that's the point you got to do. You got to get it. You got to get it. And when you get it, you understand it, you embrace it. It becomes a part of your makeup. Now, Brother Miller, we, 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 we have to put this thing in gear. In fact, that verse that I was telling you about, that we, we cater things for the members and we have low expectations of them, 
we need to raise our expectations of the members because for you to have a better better it's worth giving everything you have for that better better that can't be nothing better the better better John, 11, John 14 Jesus says let not your hearts be troubled believe in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you so but I go to prepare a place for you that where I am there you may be also Thomas became confused how Lord how can we know the way we don't know where you're going Jesus tells Thomas I'm the way the truth and the life no man comes unto the father but by me the better better the better better that's what we're talking about this morning that is the template that we put everything on everything and we look at it and we see it as being the better, better. Jesus went a little further. Moses could only go so far. And guess where Moses is? In the grave. Guess where David is? In the grave. Guess where Abraham is? In the grave. Guess where Jeremiah is? Guess where all of these great men of old are? And even these great women of old are. But Jesus is the only one who died and rose again never to die again. A better, better. That's our homes. That's the community that we try to create. And that's the church that we are a part of. You leave here, you tell somebody about it. They will look at you crazy. A better, better. Somebody went to the country this weekend talking about a better, better. No, you get a chance, Barbara, to tell them about it what that better, better is. You get a chance, Larry, to tell them about it, what that better, better is. You get, you get a chance, Bill Bledsoe, to tell them about it, what that better, better is. That's our voice that we have. And with that voice, we're pointing, there is a better way. I've said enough this morning, and I'm hoping and trusting that you've got the message. And, and if you haven't, then please visit with me. And if we can do anything for you this morning, if we can help you in any way to be a part of that better, better, if your homes are not that better, better, if your relationship with the Lord has kind of withered and is absolutely drying up on the vine, there is a better, better. There is a better, better. And Jesus offers that better, better. He'll help us to be a better, better man a better, better mother, a better, better father. Today is your day. Now is the time. Here is the place you are the person. The most important question asked in all of the scriptures, Acts chapter 16, verse number 30, where the Philippian jailer asked Paul and Silas, what must I do to be saved? And the Bible says that the, you may need to bag that up for a second there because I'm about to go up once again before we bring this thing to a close. But the Bible says that Paul and Silas told the Philippian jailer, believe on the Lord and you and all your house will be saved. Same hour of the night. He took him out and he wiped his stripes or washed his stripes and Paul and Silas baptized the jailer and all of his family. That's the question that you need to ask today. I want to be a part of the better, better. What do I need to do to do that? You need to come to the Lord Jesus, repent of your sins, confess with your mouth, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is the better, better. 
and then be baptized to have your sins washed away. And once the temple is clean, God is going to give you the gift of his precious spirit. For Peter says, the promise is unto you and to your children and them that are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. And when many of the word did he testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. Why in the world do you think 3,000 people, people rather, my Louisiana slipped out just then. When, I'm, when my body gets tired, I start talking like I'm from Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and most of the time, I stay away from the TH words because when my body is tired, it comes out. It does, it's not a thing, it's a ting, all right? So uh, that's, that's Louisiana. So, but why do you think 3,000 people were baptized that day on, on the day of Pentecost? Because they found the better, better. Why do you think that Andrew found Peter? We found the Lord, the better, better. Nathaniel uh, 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 finds, Philip finds Nathaniel. We found the better, better. Jesus of Nazareth. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Come on and see. The better, better. I'm, I'm pleading with you this morning because the better, better is available. And those of us that are members of the body of Christ and oof, we have just left the way, come home. Come home to the better, better. If we could help you in any way, if you feel comfortable to come forward and you need prayers, we'll do that. If you want to make a decision to follow the Lord, we'll help you to do that too. I have said enough this morning. The lesson is yours. Now is the time. Here's the place you're the person. Why don't you come as together we stand and sing?